Welcome to the Reinspiring You podcast, a ministry of revitalizing you that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. My name is Jared Williams, and I am glad that you decided to join us today. May this podcast be a place for you to hear teachings, interviews, and stories that encourage you to rethink, regroup, and recharge. Now, here's today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Reinspiring You podcast. Today, I want to springboard on something that I talked about in a previous podcast, specifically about reducing distractions, setting distractions aside. And today I want to talk about one distraction in particular, and I mentioned it briefly, but I want to expand on it today because when I read through that one, it really kind of hit me like, ooh, (laughs) uncomfortable because, yeah, I think I'm kind of in this boat. And so in some ways I'm sort of talking to myself, but I think that it's something that we all kind of need to hear and be aware of. So here we go. Today, we're going to be talking about, are you addicted to your cell phone? Hmm. I've got a couple of articles here that I've uh, read through, and there's some good information in here. I'll post a link to them. But what is a phone addiction? Uh, The first one, it talks about how uh, phone addiction is obsessive use of your smartphone and how many people are afraid if they don't have their phone. How many people use a phone? There's, according to this article, 3.8 billion phone smartphone users in the world. And according to some research, that those billions of smartphone users receive 427% more messages and notifications than they did 10 years ago, and they send 278% more texts than 10 years ago. Granted, Back 10 years ago, we had flip phones or something like that. At least I did. Anyway, there's so much more phone usage than there has been, and it's become an addiction. Now, it's not something that is officially recognized, but it is something that is generally acknowledged as an addiction by a lot of professionals, researchers, and the like. So what are some symptoms of cell phone addiction? You know, a lot of people, when they, they, one of the first things that they recognize is that they think they hear their phone or they feel it and they have to check it. 67% of smartphone owners have admitted to checking their phone for calls or messages when it didn't actually happen. That's what this other article says here. So these are some things that you should really be paying attention to if you think you might be addicted to your cell phone. Here we go. If you need a uh, need to use the cell phone more and more uh, to achieve the same desired effect, well, that's just addiction in general. Just you have to be on your phone. You can't not be on your phone. You have to be on your phone. Or maybe you've tried to set it down for an hour and 10 minutes later it rings and you got to go check it. Or you could just be completely preoccupied and oblivious to everything else and you because you're so focused on your smartphone. And some people, uh, when you're feeling down, depressed, you go to your smartphone for a fix. You can have excessive use and you lose track of time. That's a common one. I've often wondered how many times when you walk into a, a public restroom 
at the grocery store or whatever, and you know there's somebody in the stall over there, I've often wondered how long they've actually been in there sitting on playing on their phone. Kind of makes you wonder. And a lot of times, if you get stuck on your phone too much, there's a, a possibility of putting a relationship or a job at risk because you're always on your phone and you spend more time than you're on your phone than you do with your friend or whoever or doing the job that you've been hired to do. And then, of course, you have to have the newest, the latest, the greatest phone. The newest one comes out, I gotta have it. You just got that one six months ago. Doesn't matter, gotta have it. And if you don't have your phone, you forget it at home or it's not connected somehow, what are some of the withdrawal symptoms? Anger, tension, depression, irritability, restlessness. All of those kinds of things can happen. You know, some other symptoms when you are dealing with your, not having your phone. What else? Uh, someone asks you, have you been on your phone? And you lie about it. No, I wasn't on my phone. Yes, you were on your phone. And people even might be looking at you going, I think you need to start getting off of your phone. You know, people start telling you that. And you just discover that you're neglecting things. You can't complete even simple stuff. Maybe you can't even get your chores done at home. Dishes aren't done. Why? Because I spent three hours on my phone. Maybe you keep checking people's profiles on social media just because to see if there's a new update. There isn't, but I got to check and see if there is. And maybe because you've been on your phone, now that forces you to stay late, work longer. Not because you couldn't get it done during the day, but because you're too busy playing on your phone to get your job done or to get whatever else done. You end up staying way later. You end up staying up half the night getting your housework done because you didn't do it when you're, because you're playing on your phone. You may have a weak or practically non-existent social life. You might be all over social media, but the reality is if you actually try to hang out with friends, you got nobody. And of course, there's always the good old fear of missing out. You might be uh, angry or irritated if somebody bothers you while you're on your phone. You're trying to watch some movie or you're trying to watch some video on TikTok and somebody comes up, hey, 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 and you get angry about that. Maybe it makes you feel isolated from people. Uh, the, as soon as you're alone, the moment you get bored, you grab your phone. Uh, maybe you're up all night because you got to check your phone. All of these things can be signs that you might need have your phone around you too much. And those are just some things that you can track yourself. There's are things that maybe other people can notice. When I started doing some of this, I noticed there's times where I've kind of started into some of these signs and I'm going, I need to step back maybe even from, from how much I'm on my phone because I certainly don't want to get into a lot of these things and I certainly don't want to have some of the physical problems that come with a lot of these addiction issues. So what are some of those problems? It can be behavioral, it can be psychological, but there's also physical issues too. Some of the, the non-physical necessarily, but related, might be lower concentration or loneliness, stress, insecurity. You might have, there might be psychological disorders that come, have come out of that. They've done research for that. Um, anxiety, 
aggravated ADD, all of these things. What about physical issues? Well, physical, you might, might be messing with your sleep if you have to be on your phone. So you don't get enough sleep, and that affects a whole bunch of other things. There's also digital eye strain, especially if you've been staring at it for a couple of hours and your eyes just start to hurt. And eventually, what is how often, how soon will you need glasses and what prescription of glasses so your eyes can go bad? There's also neck problems because people are always looking down at their phones, if, especially if you're doing it for too long. And this is another one that I thought, oh, ooh, this is gross. This is disgusting. Increased illness because of germs. And I thought, you know, that actually makes sense. How when was the last time that you actually cleaned your phone? When was the last time you wiped down your protector, your case? During COVID? I don't know, but I was thinking about it. You know, they're probably pretty dirty. That's pretty nasty. And if you play with your phone too much, I'll bet there's some pretty nasty stuff on there that you don't think about. And another physical problem, which you don't think of it as physical until it happens, is car accidents. How many times have you heard about somebody crashing into somebody at a stoplight because they're texting? Or maybe they completely ran a red light because they were paying attention to their phone. Now, I do know that there are some places, some states, some areas that have laws restricting cell phone usage. Our state right here just recently enacted a law and it went into effect about cell phone usage. And so there's restrictions on that, not because they want you to be whatever, but because they actually want people to be safe. How many times have you heard somebody, I have heard this, so and I'm sure it happens more than more often than not. Somebody that actually walks off the edge of a cliff because they're texting, because they're looking at their phone and not watching where they're going. That's an extreme example. But how often do you see somebody texting and ran, run their head into a, a pole or a sign or something, run into a wall? Those kinds of things certainly happen all the time. And we don't always we don't always catch that. So anyway, there's a lot that's in this. I've got a couple of articles here. That, that I want that I'll post here. The one that really got me, and I, the one that I just, I read this and I thought, man, I, this is so true. There's a longer explanation for this, but basically, if you play on your phone too much, and we, the phone has so much access to information, you've got the internet at your fingertips, you've got all, anything you want, it's on Google. You can Google it. So you've got so much information and it's making us dumber. Actually, they have scientifically proven that if you're on your phone too much, it can retrain your brain and actually it makes you dumber. And, and I was thinking about this that, you know, I really, I don't think that I'm actually, I don't feel sometimes as smart as I did 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Well, I thought for a while, well, maybe that's just because I'm getting old, but maybe it's because that, I mean, I'm not that old, but maybe it's because I'm on my phone too much. Maybe I am getting dumber. Maybe I need to put my phone down and go get a book, read a book. Oh, that would be totally different. How, how are we ever going to find information in a book? What if I don't have the book that I need? How am I going to find the information then? Ooh, 
check out the local library. They got books. And maybe, if they still have it, they'll even let you use the old-fashioned card catalog. <laughs> I don't know. But read books instead of being on your phone. I don't know what, how often you walk in. I talked it last time in, a, in the previous podcast about going into a, a, a waiting room and nobody's reading the anymore. They're reading their smartphones. They're checking out their smartphone. Uh, how, how many, what would happen if you walked in and you brought in a book or two? And that's all you did in there was write, read a book. That would be so weird. A handful of people do it, but maybe we need to be doing that a little bit more. Putting our phones down, reading a book, or anyway, I could keep kind of rambling on, but I will. Want, I do want to mention this uh, at the end of this one article. It actually has a section of "Am I addicted to my smartphone?" And there are fifteen questions that they asked here. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them, uh, but just a couple of them to give you a taste to this is, do you seem to lose track of time on your cell phone? Do you find yourself mindlessly passing time on a regular basis, staring at your smartphone, even though you know there's things you probably should be doing? Do you find yourself uh, viewing and answering texts, tweets, or whatever they're called now, Emails all hours of the day and night, even if it's interrupting other things you're doing. Uh, is it part of your, when you sit down to eat, is it part of your table? You have to have it when you sit down to eat. Can you set it aside to eat? When you leave the house, you always have to have your smartphone. You know, we, we always joke about, do you have your wallet, your keys, and your phone? And when the, the phone rings, beeps, or buzzes, do you have this intense urge to check and see what it is? Or can you just kind of ignore it, set it aside? Or do you find yourself mindlessly checking your phone many times a day, even when you know there's probably nothing there to actually look at, nothing new? There are several other questions. I would encourage you to go and check these two articles out. There's a lot of information. I've kind of gone over both of these back and forth. But check them out and look at yourself. Do you suffer from any of these? And you may not realize you're suffering from them or you have any of these traits. I went through this list and I thought, man, I really do. And it was very sobering because I don't want to be one of those people that is addicted to my phone. And as I realize, as ironic as it is, you're pro you may be listening to me on your phone right now. That's okay. I would suggest putting it down after this and go do something else without your phone. You might be surprised what happens. Anyway, so if you go through and you read through these articles and you read through some of these questions. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook, though maybe not on your phone. Try a computer. That might be different. But you can connect with us on the Revitalizing You Facebook page. You can also check out our website at the revitalizingyou.square.site. Hope you have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Reinspiring You podcast. We are glad you took the time to invest in your life today. As always, make sure you have subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. If you like what you've heard today, feel free to drop us a note at rypodcast at protonmail.com. You can also connect with us via the Revitalizing You Facebook page. Please note, homeopathy does not treat an illness. It addresses the entire person and is a matter of the body caring for itself. If you need treated or diagnosed, we here at Revitalizing You believe that the advice of a professional physician is in order. 
If you would like more information about an online homeopathic class or personal consultation, visit the Revitalizing You website at revitalizingyou.square.site or connect with us on Facebook. The Reinspiring You podcast is a ministry of Revitalizing You that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. Until next time, may you have reoccurring success and God bless.